What's poppin' people? It's your host Jonathan Watts. And on today's episode, I'm gonna give you guys some lessons from three individuals whose lives I've dove in deep into through reading, through watching. And those three are Steve Jobs, Leonardo da Vinci, and Queen Elizabeth. And these three are, as we all know, really fascinating people, fascinating human beings who have who have changed the course of history, whether it's with Steve Jobs, who ha- has created legendary artwork and pieces of work like Leonardo da Vinci, or as Queen Elizabeth, someone who was the longest reigning monarch ever, uh, serving for 70 years. Um, and we all know them, but they can teach us some valuable lessons in our lives that we can apply and take to help in our journey and in in, in our journey towards chasing greatness. So I'm going to give you guys eight lessons. Um, not all these encompass all of them, but each one of these is from at least one of these individuals. So the first one I want to take from Steve Jobs. And for a lot of people who have followed Apple or, or know the company well or the story pretty well, this one may not be new to you, but lesson one is simplify and then simplify some more. Steve Jobs' mantra in life and in business with building products and building companies came from Leonardo da Vinci, and it was simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, and that's how he lived, that's how he produced, that's how he created. He wanted things to be simple. In fact, he wanted things to be so simple that he wanted a child to be able to pick up his products and be able to use it without having any problems or having any questions. That's what he wanted to be able to do. And it was his ability to simplify when he came back to Apple. He got ousted in 1985. He came back in 1997. And that year, the company lost over a billion dollars. So a solution to, to solve the issues that they were dealing with was to simplify He thought that they were spread far too thin and they weren't doing the basics well. So he cut 80% of their products and manufacturing so they could do less but better. He simplified. He focused on a few things and focused on them with all their effort. They went into depth and that allowed them to create great products and the things that we know them as today. So in your life, where can you simplify? For most people, people are trying to do too much, and that's why they don't make real progress. So look where maybe you're spread far too thin. Where can doing less help you accomplish more? Maybe it's at work. Maybe you're focusing on too many projects right now. Maybe you're, you're trying too many diets. Doing less is often doing more. So simplify and then simplify some more. Now, the second lesson that comes from Steve Jobs, which is is valuable for everyone, is you have to know the destination. You have to know where you want to go. And Steve Jobs knew exactly that. He knew what his life goal was. It was two things. It was to build innovative products, and it was to leave a lasting company. Everything else, relationships, his health, other work, that came second. His priority was building innovative products and leaving a lasting company. And that's exactly what he did. He had a clear picture of the end, of what the end looked like. 
And when you have a clear picture of the end, when you know the destination, when you know the end goal, it provides clarity. It provides motivation. You wake up every day and you know what you're after. You know what you're chasing. You have clarity and it provides actual steps. And it helps you make progress because you know what you are pursuing. So in your life, you need to know what it is that you're chasing, what the end goal is, what the destination is. Now, lesson number three comes from Queen Elizabeth, and it's be the calm during the storm. Over her 70-year reign, Queen Elizabeth encountered it all. She saw death, she saw wars, violence, dictatorships, hypocrisies, divorces, lies, You name it, she probably went through it. And because she went through so much tragedy, through so much chaos, it got to a point where when the chaos hit, she was unrattled. She couldn't be affected. She was calm in the chaos. She was the calming presence while everyone else was freaking out. Now, I want you to ask yourself this question. When adversity hits, when chaos hits, are you rattled? Does emotion get the best of you? Do you crumble under the pressure? For many, they do. And that's natural. Because being calm when chaos hits, when when there's a storm coming, that's not an inherent trait. It's a skill that can be trained. And that must be trained. You can, you can build your capacity to handle stress, to handle chaos, by constantly exposing yourself to it. So if you, if you don't handle adversity well, if you freak out when the going gets tough, you need to pursue some more difficult situations. You need to expose yourself to the chaos to where the point where it becomes comfortable or where you feel at least a little bit more comfortable in those situations. That could be doing something difficult every single day. Whether that's taking a cold shower. Whether that's having a difficult conversation. Whether that's applying and trying to get the job that you're underqualified for. You have to put yourself in difficult and chaotic situations that push your mind and body. So when the going does get tough, you can be that calming presence. Now lesson four is do your duty. This comes from Queen Elizabeth as well. And as we all know with, with, with the royal family, Queen Elizabeth didn't sign up to be the queen. It's not something she wanted to do. It's not something she signed up to do. She was born into it. She really didn't have a choice. But she knew that as a member of the royal family, it was her duty to serve her nation to serve her people, and to serve her her family to the best of her ability because that's the role that this world thrust upon her. Even if she didn't want to do it, she knew she had to do it. It was her role. It was her duty. And that's going to be the same thing in your life. You're going to have roles. You're going to have things happen, events happen, and duties thrust upon you. The question will be, will you answer the call and do it to the best of your ability? Or will you complain and choose another route? Because your duty isn't always something that you want to do. 
but it's something that you should always do to the best of your ability. So lesson four, do your duty. Lesson number five, and the last one from Queen Elizabeth, is be tolerant of others. I've talked about this on the podcast with Stoicism, but like I mentioned, Queen Elizabeth had 70 years as the queen. So she saw it all, as I mentioned earlier. She met and worked with dictators, whether she wanted to or not. She was around lies and hypocrisy. She was around great people, but she was also around just bad individuals, evil evil human beings. She saw all the evil that a human could do. And she understood that she could do things in her power to try to persuade, try to influence other people, to change their behavior. But at the end of the day, she had no outcome or no influence over the final decision that that individual would do. So she understood that she needed to be tolerant of the decisions of other people. She had to be tolerant of how people acted. She didn't, she didn't want to let that get the best of her because she understood there was only so much she could do. And that's exactly what you should do in your life because the only thing that you can control is yourself, your opinions, your words, your actions, your interpretations of events, how you react. That's all you can control. You can't control how someone ultimately will act. And humans are irrational beings. We will do stupid things. So expect that from others and be tolerant of them. So lesson five, be tolerant of others. Now, lesson six, we're going to move on to Leonardo. And lesson six is stay unfinished. If you've dove into the works of Leonardo or the life of Leonardo, what made him an interesting character was he left many of his paintings and pieces of works unfinished. He didn't didn't finish them in a couple years. He would leave them unfinished for 10, 15, even up to 20 years. And this wasn't because he doubted his work, but because he knew when he officially published a piece of work or he published a book maybe he was working on, he knew that that stopped its evolution. And Leonardo knew that later on down the road, he was probably going to learn something, whether a technique, whether an idea or a tool that could be applied to a painting or a painting he was working on. And he wanted to have that option to to change something he had learned that may have been better for a certain piece of work. And he didn't like the idea of of officially publishing a work because, like I said, it stopped its evolution. And you can take this and apply it to your life. You should never stop your evolution. You should stay unfinished because you are always evolving. You are always growing. You are always learning. And you're never a finished product. And you never will be. And that's the idea behind chasing greatness because you never achieve greatness because there's always more to be had. There's always more to learn. There's always more to grow. So in your life, stay unfinished. Stay or never be a finished product. Always be evolving. Now, lesson seven, which really um, stems from lesson six, Um, or supplements it really well is be relentlessly curious. 
Leonardo was arguably the most curious man to ever grace this earth. And it was his curiosity that really made him what we call as a genius. And as Albert Einstein said, he said, I am not a genius, I am just curious. I ask many questions. And that's what Leonardo did. He was fascinated by the wonders of the world. He asked simple questions like, why is the sky blue? Questions that we only ask when we're younger kids. But he would ask that when he was 30, 40, and 50. But he would also ask more complex questions. Like, why is the fish in the water swiftier than the bird in the air? When it ought to be the contrary, since the water is heavier and thicker than the air. He was, he was interested in the simplicities of the world, but also the complexities of the world. And he constantly asked questions. He was constantly curious. And that allowed him to stay unfinished. Lesson six, that allowed him to evolve and continue to grow and learn. And the more you think about it, curiosity is is truly a superpower. The way our world is structured today, the way we've advanced, we, we live in such a complex world with so much information that we can never truly know things. We can never take everything in to have or to know the truth, to know what's right versus wrong. Because we're bombarded by so much information, some true, some false. So you need to constantly be questioning what you're reading, what you're taking in, what other people are saying. Because when you're curious, it helps you discover the unknown. It helps accelerate the growth. It helps you better understand the complexities and the uncertainties of this world. Because today we live in a complex world, an uncertain time, yet we're more certain than ever. And we shouldn't be. We should be more curious than ever. So stay relentlessly curious all throughout your life. Ask more questions and dig deeper. Now the last lesson, lesson number eight, is generalization is underrated. You should be a generalist. And this comes from Leonardo. And... We know Leonardo as the great artist and painter. We know him for the Great Supper, for the Mona Lisa, those great pieces of work. But what many people don't know about Leonardo was he was an engineer, he was an architect, he was a mathematician, he was a scientist, he was a musician, he was an anatomist, a philosopher, an astronomer, an inventor. He was so much more. And he wasn't just these things. He excelled at these things. One could argue he was also a genius in these areas as well to go along with his genius as a painter and as an artist. In fact, he spent, he spent decades studying the flight of flight in birds. He spent a decade dissecting the human body. He spent years studying machinery, years studying water. He was a generalist. He studied so many areas. Yet in today's society, we, we promote the specialist lifestyle. And I don't think that's a bad thing. But I do think that we can be more of a generalist in our life. And you can think of it as be a generalist to be a specialist. Leonardo pursued all these other endeavors, these other fields of study. First, because he was curious about it. But second, because he knew it would help his painting. He was a generalist in other areas. He took things from a bunch of different fields and then applied it to the area that he was a specialist in, as a painter, as an artist. 
And that's what you should do. And, and, and the amazing thing about being a generalist, and I'll say a quote from David Epstein here, who's the author of Range, which talks about the power of being a generalist in a specialized world. David Epstein says the bigger the picture, a.k.a. the more you do and the more you experience, equals the more unique potential contribution. So because you have more context, because you've you've seen more things, you've experienced more things, that leads you to having more abstract models. And because you have more abstract model, you will have more solutions. So because you've experienced more, because you've seen more in different realms, different fields from different people, you have more things to go off, more solutions to propose. So in your life, if you are a specialist right now, branch out a little bit. Take in new information, learn new skills, dive into new fields because you'll have more context, you'll have more abstract models, and ultimately you'll have more solutions for the thing you're specializing in, but just for life in general. So those are the eight lessons I got for you guys today from Steve Jobs, Da Vinci, and Queen Elizabeth. Lesson one, simplify, then simplify some more. Lesson two, know the destination. Lesson three, be the calm during the storm. Lesson four, do your duty. Five, be tolerant of others. Six, stay unfinished. Seven, be relentlessly curious. And eight, understand generalization is underrated. So that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully some of those resonated with you, some of those lessons. And and some you can take and apply, and some are just... Just there for you guys to think about, for you guys to ponder with. Um, And with that said, I appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to stay connected with everything Chasing Greatness, you can check out the links in the show notes below. With that said, I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Peace.